Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. It's time to use your money to help you get where you want to be and time to let go of your money using you. But how do you do that practically? Jedediah Collins, a former guest on our show, is back to share his story of pivoting from NFL career to certified financial planner to author and speaker, understanding how to grow through hard times and the power of asking yourself one simple money question that can forever change your life. Can you finish this sentence? Money is. And you let people mm. just go down that path. And, and, and I mean, after 650 episodes, I know you have heard 650 different answers to that question. But that is the beginning oftentimes is what is money to us? And then once we see that, then we can begin to shape and frame, well, what would we want it to be? You're listening to Millennial Money with award-winning money expert and serial entrepreneur, Shauna Come to Game, where we flip the script on the old school approach to everything your parents never taught you about money. Each week, Shauna creates a safe space by talking with special guests from around the world about money wellness, entrepreneurship, traveling like a boss, and what makes millennials tick. Unique stories, trailblazing perspectives, tips, tricks, and everything there is to know about money. Find it all here as you uncover your money story and unlock the life you want to live. Pretty cool, right? Here's Shauna. 
money expert, Indiana Hoosier, and burger aficionado. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too, and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance, so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. A big thanks to today's podcast episode sponsors. If you want to find out more about the sponsors, just head on over to the show notes. You'll find all the links and all the details about today's guest. Well, you all loved Jed on a previous episode this year, so I just had to bring him back. And if you've listened to this show for a while, you know that it is no secret I am a huge sports fan and seriously get giddy talking to former professional athletes like Jed because they really understand mindset and the balance between success and failure in a way that I feel is is so healthy and really transfers over to money. In fact, Jed, if you remember from the previous episode, he was cut from the NFL 12 times and then had to reshape his entire life and career. And he's done it again and again and again. His new book, Your Money Vehicle, and his course, Money Vehicle, is all about infusing the elements he's learned in pro sports and as a money expert to help you learn the skills you need to master your money and live a life that really works for you. In fact, Jed's a huge fan of failure, which is something that most people don't really embrace, but I think we really need to. And he's sharing some of the money lessons he's learned this year to help you grow forward in the last few months of 2020 and right on into the new year. Well, Jed, I am so excited to have you back on the show. This has been such a crazy year since we last (laughs) spoke. So there's a lot to talk about. There is plenty to catch up on, and I I will say I have had continual members from your community reach out about our last session and about the conversation, and that's why I'm so excited to return because we have uh, a very similar uh, mission that we're both on, and our audiences seem to align. So thank you for the opportunity and very excited to continue our conversation. When we last spoke, uh, and I'll make sure to link our previous episode in the show notes. If somebody listening has not listened to that, please go back, step one, to to check that out. But when we last spoke, you know, you were rolling into 2020 with a new mm. a new book, and you were going to do this this big tour. And obviously, everybody who had something <laughs> like that planned for 2020, that's obviously changed quite a bit. So. You know, just to kind of warm things up here, you know, what are some of the the financial moves that that you've made this year to get through this pandemic? Like, what are some of those shifts that you've done, both maybe personally and then also being an entrepreneur? And oh, it has been one of the most challenging and gratifying years to launch as an entrepreneur. Nobody will look back at January 1st, 2020 as a perfect time to start a new business or a new <laughs> venture. I will I will make that very clear, especially ones with public speaker behind some of your intention around making money. Uh, three months into my business, I was told uh, people don't pay for speakers and there technically is no more public. Um, so it, it's been a humbling transition. And 
it has challenged me, as you mentioned, both professionally as well as personally, financially, um, of how would I would adjust and how I would identify. And for many reasons, it is both the beauty and a curse to have to put myself back through my material, to look at the, the things I was teaching and the things that are in the course and the curriculum and say, okay, Jed, you just got thrown a curveball, you and your family. How are we going to adjust? How are we going to pivot? Where do you go from here? As a company, Money Vehicle was intended to be much more, you know, front and center, forward facing, on campus, live atmosphere. And with the pandemic, our, our direction was always to go more virtual, always to go more video. We we're already creating that. But to really have that side of our business speed up and really take over tenfold and be able to look at people and say, hey, I can't stand in front of you, but here is a is the next best offering. And it's a way and form you 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 consume content already personally on the financial side to be able to look at April and May and June and see thousands of dollars canceled, closed and not to be returning was scary. You know, no question about it. That is the first, you know, shift in mindset is this thing I was dependent on, this thing that, you know, was built and I was doing well was taken away for no fault of my own. And it it just landed smack dab in the middle of one of the, you know, main focal points of financial literacy throughout time, but ever more important over the last year is this Corona cushion, is that idea of an emergency fund and that I got to look at the next couple months and say, deep breath, we're not in panic mode. Deep breath, you've built this cushion. This is your insurance policy. This is how you transferred the risk of an event like this happening. Now, where do you position yourself? And for you know three or four months, it was kind of that duck uh, sitting on a pond I looked very calm, cool, and collected, and then below the surface, I was yes to everything, meet anyone, and just go and do as much as you can. So it's been a very interesting transformation, but one that we didn't just get through, we grew through. I loved so much of what you said. I want to dive in there a little bit, but you talked about, obviously, the corona cushion, and I think we as as financial experts can talk until we're blue in the face about emergency fund about having some sort of cushion but there's no better example than what we all collectively around the world have just been through this last year to really demonstrate there is validity to that to having some sort of cushion cuz even I have friends, maybe you have this example too, of people who thought their job was so secure. Mm-hmm. Like there is nothing going to rock my world. And then all of a sudden something did and it's like, oh my gosh, that's right. I should have been prepared. And I think, you know, not to freak people out, but just to show, look, if you could put anything away each week, you know, five bucks, a hundred bucks, whatever it is, that really goes a long way in these, in these moments. And it is the depths of that message and the depths of that comment twofold. Number one, looking in the eyes of some of my best friends who were the top of their class, who are the higher academia you could imagine, be humbled and be let go for for just the direction of a company or the positioning or the timing or whatever the politics to talk to a neighbors, two neighbors who are surgeons, no chance in their 
their you know knowledge. No chance in their school experience did they ever imagine their income source being taken away. But for several months, where you had no person to you know do surgery on, even their you know guaranteed incomes were were shaken and taken away. And so, what it really it forced us to look in the mirror and say, okay, what exactly is going out the door? You know, what where are some of these? And for some people, the surgeon, it might be, oh, well, the, you know, the mortgage on my second house. For the 22-year-old, it might be, oh, I have Netflix and Hulu at, you know, $9.99 a month. Do I need both? It was a really good uh, adjustment to just kind of review. Um, and it also, for the, the group in the audience you and I are going after, younger professionals, college students, recent graduates, 20-year-olds, I believe it gave us uh, one of the opportunities of a lifetime. I, I don't remember any other facet of, of our education system saying, hey, you at 19 or you at 22 are going to be on the similar level playing field with somebody at 52. And so I look at this time and the message it's going to uh, uh, you know, kind of drill into us as that diversification model, but no longer just with an asset or my portfolio diversification, but from an income stream. Maybe I can start a podcast and maybe it won't be a hundred million dollars like Joe Rogan, but if I can build it up to be some kind of an income stream, maybe I can learn a new skill and go on to, you know, Fiverr or Upwork and be able to raise some kind of income on the side as well as the job and the profession I'm pursuing. So it challenged us from a skill set perspective to say, you know, what does this new normal look like and how can I better suit myself? This is an advantage for me as a young person, as a young professional. I just have to have the mindset to see it. And that's such a powerful message for anyone, no matter what your age is. And you you talked about mindset, obviously something I'm so super pa- passionate about. And this idea of of pivoting, I think of like this great uh, Friends episode where Ross talks about pivoting, and that's <laughs> always moving in the furniture. Back of, oh yeah, right, pivot, yeah. pivot, yeah. And I, I think pivot is like such a great word because we need to be able to allow ourselves to pivot, to pivot in life, and have lots of different pivots. And it doesn't always mean it's a bad thing. It could be. Just you pivoting in a whole other direction that's going to open up, you know, something you never thought about. And I'm curious from from your perspective, you know, going from an NFL veteran to, to CFP to now adjunct professor and and author of your money vehicle and the course and all of these things, you obviously made a lot of pivots along the way. You know, what what sort of advice or tips can you give to someone who's listening right now who's maybe needing to pivot or in the midst of a pivot and just completely afraid? You know, how do you wrap your mind around pivoting with your money or with your career, with your life in a way that doesn't feel so scary? The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 
50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top rated personal finance app. And now listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. 
I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. Talking about money is hard. You know this already. All over the world, people are taught to never talk about money, politics, sex, or religion in polite company. On 50 Fires, a podcast about money and meeting from executive producers Chip and Joanna Gaines, host and financial conversationalist Carl Richards will remove money from that list by having frank, funny, and often difficult conversations about money, the kind we're all told not to have with guests from all walks of life. In each episode, Carl will invite a new guest to answer the question, what does money mean to you? Their answers will reveal much more than their attitudes about money, spanning revelations about identity, community, faith, family, and the true meaning of wealth. Tune in to hear deep conversations about money and the meaning it holds in our lives. You can find 50 Fires on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, and this is going to be advice that's going to feel shocking at first, um, but really I want you to understand what I mean by what I'm saying. And from your money perspective, I I wouldn't give this advice, but from your career perspective, I absolutely would. From your money perspective, I wouldn't give it because Warren Buffett's number one rule is don't lose money. So you're going to understand why I'm hesitant there. But when I look at my career Football, finance, CFP, writer, you know, now going out, building a brand, having a product. I think we we as a society need to stop seeing failure as a as an end or as a negative. Even I think failing is one of the greatest things we can do. I I consider myself a great failure. I got cut (laughs) 12 times in the NFL. My business three months in was closed virtually, you know, like the the idea that. I no longer had income as an entrepreneur. Growing up, playing sports academically, I have continued to fail. I've I come behind two older brothers, a year and two years older, who have always been smarter and more athletic. And so, I that mindset you talk about is the ability to look at failure and welcome it. I think failure is is really a, a blessing and a gift because number one, experiencing it. Uh, and a, to steal a term from David Goggins, really calluses your mind. You you start to to be intimidated by it less, knowing you can survive it, knowing you can get through it, um, knowing that this doesn't defeat you. And so don't don't dis, don't discredit my my use of vocabulary. Failure is losing, but failure is not giving up. Quitting is giving up. You know, you know, being dismayed to the point you stop trying is is quitting. Failure means I was told no. Failure means I was kicked down. Failure means it didn't work. But I can still 
change direction. I can still get one step closer because I have that that negative or that wrong step out of the way. And so as I look at this right now, with your time, with your lives, welcome failure. Welcome the idea. Over the past six months, I've been told no, you know, almost every day. And at first it stings and because this is a personal mission, this it, it hurt. But really, as I began to challenge and force myself, no different than in football, being cut in the NFL, that is a gift. They're saying no. Why? Research. Find out why. Find out how you can change. Find out what you need to be doing. And, and really looking at each failure as one step closer. Anybody who has found success, anybody who has achieved what you want to go and achieve and set those goals and priorities that you've set has experienced some form of failure. And so you need to look at those and realize they had to go through them to get to where they are. They had to experience it. So that idea of welcoming failure, it's going to callous your mind to where you don't, you aren't as intimidated about it. It's going to bring you one step closer and it's also going to provide you clarity on who and where you should be going and what you should be doing. As I hear no's in my business today, it says, great, let's zero in on our niche. Let's zero in on exactly where we should be, not where we could be. The no's give us that clarity. Um, so I, I would say at this moment, welcome it. It's, it is not a fun pill, but the first one you swallow is the hardest, and then you, you learn that it does not defeat you until you let it. You know, failure can be the, the greatest gift we receive. I, I really love that messaging because I myself, just alongside you, have failed many times and have just sort of learned, okay, I got to stand up, just brush off a little bit mm -hmm. and off we go. Off we go in another direction or to find another person to talk to or whatever it may be. And yeah, it's never easy and it, it, it hurts and it's kind of a, a private pain that you feel a lot of times where other people can't, you know, quite step in your shoes. But I think what I like about failure, I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. A lot of people think when we're talking about money that there's no room for failure, that we have to be perfect, that we have to do everything by the book, whether they read a blog or listen to a podcast and think, if I'm not doing it this way, or if I don't have my money situation exactly this same way, then I must be failing. I, I must not be doing this right. And a lot of times people give up in those instances and maybe they stop tracking their money or their their mind just goes all over the place. So when we talk about personal finance failures, I, I love a discussion like, uh, you know, in your mind, what are some of the personal finance failures that are okay? Oh, that is a great, great intro. So first off, and I talk to this with, with financial advisors, you know, CFPs, or anybody really in the financial world selling a product, there are many ways to, to, to skin a cat. And I actually just had a little social media banter with a, a, a gentleman who sells uh, permanent life insurance. And I don't have anything wrong with permanent life insurance. I have something wrong with somebody saying their product is right for everybody and attacking other products because there are perfect places and perfect purposes for every product out there. We just need to educate ourselves on what they are and for who they are. And so the number one failure people have around their personal finances, why they get a couple months in and, and their cash management system fails or they don't continue down the road is because they haven't set goals. 
You want to talk about mindset. You want to talk about any journey worth taking. It begins with that end in mind and it begins with understanding where you're going because you're going to need to prioritize that, not sacrifice, but prioritize those goals. I often see, you know, one of our biggest failures on the personal finance side is this idea of I've earned it. So I'm going to spoil myself today. And, Mm. you know, that, that, intention around getting a big deal around something coming to fruition we we need to change the social norm whether it's the professional athlete with big jewelry or you know the new tech guy with guy or gal with a a shiny new car we need to stop looking at what the social norm of of the past has been to reflect the idea of being rich and we really need to you know uh it accept this new notion in this modern day form of being wealthy. And there is a a large difference in mindset in how to function between rich and wealthy. But the, the really one I want to drive home is this idea of wealth has something to do with finances, but it is not completely or holistically made up of finances. And that, that, that positioning of I'm no longer just rich having money today, but I am wealthy in life that is where we're going to begin to see, you know, some of these failures of the past is because people didn't have a clear understanding that it wasn't just the million dollars. There were more aspects to it. And so as as people today, as professionals, we need to have that thought process. We need to have, let's call it a journal that really gives us clarity on what we are doing and where we are going. And to me, no doubt, that is the biggest failure we all have. As somebody who is a a new business owner, as somebody who is newly at a company, as somebody who is trying to own their financial future, we really have not described what we want to ourselves. So we will have no idea how close we are or what progress we've made to get there. And what sort of process would someone go through to figure out what that looks like. You know, I, I talk about that a lot, the, the visioning piece. And a lot of people respond with, but I have so many circumstances that stop me from getting that vision and that it's it's so hard to get out of where I'm at to even imagine something else. How, how does someone go about beginning to even shape that in a way that feels real and approachable and that 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 could happen. Uh, you know, I think it begins with uh, a designation of, of who you are today, um, what your relationship with money has been, what your family's relationship, what your upbringing around money has been, and seeing why you can't see that future for yourself, accepting and understanding what that money script, we often call it, money personality seeing who and how you've handled money, what that relationship with it is, and then being able to have thought experiments. And these are not normal, you know, popped in my head kind of questions or ideas. <laughs> these are, you know, people, and I am a, a coach, you are a coach, um, and we, we create content. And often the content we create is, is simply a portrayal of questions we want to know the answer to. And so when I talk about thought experiments, one of my favorite ones is simply finishing a sentence. Can you finish this sentence? Money is. And you let people just go down that path. And and, I mean, after 650 episodes, I know you have heard 650 different answers to that question. 
But that is the beginning oftentimes is what is money to us? And then once we see that, then we can begin to shape and frame, well, what would we want it to be? I, I run a freedom, you know, I call it freedom. I don't call it retirement, a freedom preparation workshop with, you know, 60 year olds. And, and they look at me, a young, younger guy and say, hey, what's this guy going to do? And one of my first questions is, all right, guys, good news, bad news. The doctor came in and said, you know, you're not going to feel pain or be sick, but you only have a year left to live. Let's create that list of, you know, two or three things you want to do. Now the doctor comes in and says, you have one week. Where would you want to go? What is that one place you want to go and experience? Now, unfortunately, the doctor comes in and says, you have one day. Who is it? Who do you want to spend that one day with? And really challenging people to say, what could I do in a year? Where would I go in a week? Who would I want to spend it with in a day? Just from that framework, we've created a thought experiment to take them down a road that they've just begun to to realize what their passion is in life and how we can help them, you know, continue to have that as they transition into a new space. And no different from somebody at 25 asking those questions. I I love those questions. If anyone's listening and they've not done that experiment experience, I I definitely challenge you to put put this podcast episode on pause and go do that because that is the power, right? I mean, that is how you shift your mindset. That is how you shift your priorities. That's how you shift your money. That's how you shift everything is really getting down to that core. And I think the problem with, you know, personal finance is something you're really passionate about. Obviously, I am as well. The problem with a lot of personal finance, in my opinion, is we strip that out. We strip mm-hmm. out that visualization, that mindset piece. We think this is this is easy. This is child play. But that's the core of it because you can't you can't put anything together, you can't shape anything, you can't move in the right direction without that sort of stuff. I mean, I'm curious, you know, your thoughts on that as well. Oh, and, and you know, to me, it, it is it is everything. And I so I've just finished going through Think and Grow Rich for the second time, and I actually did it with a mastermind this time. And the idea that thoughts become things, the idea, the, the simple nature of what that book is about manifesting a new new future begins with you having to be able to believe it in, in you know, the NFL and in sports. I came to realize a, be a, a pro mindset has to have confidence, trust and value. But it begins with confidence. It begins with you being the first one to believe your dream could come true. If you don't believe it, who will? And so we look at, you know, the new year on the horizon, 2021, finally, we're done with 2020, but (laughs) everybody looks at it and has the same intention. I'm going to set new goals. I'm going to set new things. And how many and how often is this joke said about New Year's resolutions? They very, very rarely come to fruition. And so it is planting planting that yardstick in the future to, to really be your North Star in your direction. But then you have to back into what success looks like, you know, not just wins. Wins are, you know, you built up to and you got the game win. Success are those daily processes, those daily systems and tools that you're going to do to measure your growth, measure your, your progression. And oftentimes those are what people do not have and why they fall off the wagon is because my 2021 goal was to save $10,000. Oh shoot! It's you know it's April and I'm only at three thousand. Whatever, I'm done. Well, that system was set up for failure. 
you need to look at that one year goal and break it into four quarters or, or you know, month to month. Then you need to look at a, a quarter or a month and break it into a week or even a daily measurement and to be able to check those boxes, to be able to say this week, my success was going to come from doing X, Y, and Z, not the output, the input. What am I doing? That's how you, you create success measurements is, is really focusing on those inputs and being able to set goals that reflect things that you can control. Um, so I, I see this mindset and I see this new year and this new group of potential. And that is a word I hate. I hate potential. My, my mission <laughs> is to eliminate potential because everyone who, who is told they have potential means they are being told they have the ingredients they just don't have the recipe to make the cake. And what we want to do, you and I, is really show people what the recipe is and to help them build that plan that says, all right, January is not where you're going to have a, a financial revolution. January is where you're going to take this step, this this checkbox, and find success because next month, February, we're going to take step two. And that's how we're going to measure it out. That's how you're going to stay on path. And that's how you really begin to bring those you know, far off goals to to fruition is by setting up those strategies. I love the analogy of recipe. It's something I talk about often. I love to cook. So I love um, definitely correlating anything with money. And I think recipe <laughs> is something like really tangible. People can kind of get their brains around. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you are passionate about financial literacy. You created the you know, Money Vehicle Financial Literacy course. You know, this is something that you just to the core uh, really embody. And, you know, going back to that recipe, I'm curious, you know, what are maybe one or two ingredients that are that are so important in that recipe that everybody needs to understand and embody? Hmm. Um, and, the, you know, this is always the challenging one is, uh, you know, zoning in, but I, I, I really, so one concept I've, that has really grown uh, attached to the students who have gone through our course is our, our acronym for use U S E. We want, our mission is to empower you to use money and it's understand U S strategize E efficient. So understand strategize and be efficient with your money. And so if I were to look at it in, in three frameworks of those, it would be understand your burn rate. That is one of the most essential ingredients is what exactly am I burning through? You know, I, I measure my income. I measure my outflow. These last, you know, the coronavirus has shown us the outflow is something that we should have tangible. And so that has to do with that cash management system is what am I, you know, looking at and what do I have to cover? That one number of what is my burn rate? is going to be able to bleed into setting up the allocation of your portfolio, is going to bleed into calculating your freedom number, as well as bleed into what exactly lifestyle you can live in that freedom you know, experience. One of my advice to high school students today is before you go to college, look at a lifestyle you want to live from a, from a financial perspective. And then back into the major you want to go after based on what jobs you think you can get to cover that lifestyle. And I think having that kind of, you know, new scope, new skew, new view is very similar is, OK, look at my burn rate today. What would my dream or goal burn rate be now? How do I build out a plan to achieve that? Because now I know exactly where we're headed and where we're going. 
And that understanding is really essential. The, the S around strategize is going to go with a little bit of what we said around, you know, goal setting, but it's really having that long-term mindset, prioritizing what we want most over what we want now, but also just being able to see our dollars today, no longer on a simple day-to-day, you know, perspective to really elevate ourselves into a new way and form of thinking Our money script, our personality, our history has often been just the spender mindset. But how do we push ourselves into that long-term frame and have our ingredients look at these things as, all right, maybe we're putting them all in today, but it is for the bigger picture. It is for that end result. And then E, you know, my favorite at the moment um, for young professionals, and by young, I mean really anybody under 40, but it could be anybody depending on their frame is the Roth account. I think e-efficiency mm-hmm. is uh, one of these these languages in my battle with permanent life or whole life insurance, as everybody says, oh, it has all these amazing features. The Roth account allows you to remain liquid. You have access to your contributions. It gives you tax-free growth for life, which is a comprehension that people really need to sit down and understand. If you can get 80 years, 50 years, 30 years of tax-free growth, But then number three, why this year of 2020 has made it almost even more essential is because I love our society. I think our uh, our government and our country are are the best in the world and we're fortunate to be here. But I also understand our government and our society is supported through our tax code and our tax system. These, uh, These stimulus packages will be paid for from our tax dollars. Nothing right, wrong or indifferent. That's a fact. And so if I look at ways I want to be efficient with my money today, I'm in my lower earning years as I'm beginning my career. But more importantly, I realize the tax code, tax laws are probably going to go up in the future from a personal income tax bracket system. I would assume, assume, I don't know, but I would assume those continue to trip upwards. And so getting into a Roth account today could be a really big advantage. I love the use and I love use analogy. I think that's great, and I am so happy you spoke about Roth because I think it is also really, really powerful. Uh, and and what I love about you is because you have pivoted and you've been all these you know really interesting places and, and going from a pro athlete. Uh, I know that that great athletes, you know, you love a good like motivational locker room mm-hmm. pep talk, right? So. Uh, just to wrap things up, like let's pretend we're we're kind of all in your locker room right now. Do you have a a pep talk or some words of wisdom for us? You know, ending out the last couple months here of 2020, rolling into an, a new year, but with so much uncertainty. You know, what, what kind of pep talk could you give us about uh, you know just just finishing out the year strong and getting ready for the new year? So I would combine a lot of what we've begun discussing. I would say number one. We, we call this this new movement money vehicle. And why we do that is because your perspective and relationship with money needs to change from money being your destination to money being the tool to use to get there. And as you begin to see this new game plan and this new language that has been so taboo play out, you really begin to take ownership and control when you decide to use money. You use money Because you don't just go to work for it, it goes to work for you. So as you look at 2021, as you look at how you can end 2020 to really springboard 
you know, what this future is going to be, be for you. Look at the humbling realizations. Look at the lessons we have all learned through this moment. If, if you can find anything from failure, if you can find anything from a crisis, it is clarity and it is a gift to be able to get on the other side of these things and say, wow, look what I have now because of what I've learned and took and in some references stole from that experience. There is no question why I became a, a better athlete was because I took from everybody I was around. Why my business continues to improve is because I see the climate and I see how we have to pivot and adjust for the, the future and for the now. So as you look at this, realize you've just withstood and hopefully survived and grew through one of the most challenging financial implications of our history from a world and an individual scale. What else will be able to shake your plan going forward more than this event? So if you can build a plan that not can only get through but withstand whatever comes next, that is freedom. And money to us is supposed to be representative of peace of mind and security before the glitz and the glamour. And so as you look at going forward in 2021, I would set your goals. I would build up your strategies and build up your systems. But more importantly, I would begin to look at how can you use money and how can you stop just going to work for it? Such powerful words. Well, Jed, as always, this has been such a great conversation. I would love for you to tell everyone listening where they can go to connect with you, find out more about Money Vehicle Course, find out more about your books, just everything. Where do they go? Absolutely. One, as again, just humbled and appreciate this opportunity to speak to your audience because I know they are a, a, a group that, that really resonates with what we are doing. And we're looking for leaders in this movement. The best thing is the, those who have gone through our course, you earn a certification as long as you, you, know, you meet the requirements. But they have turned around and really wanted to take ownership of this as, as the spokespeople and the ambassador. So reach out if you have interest in that category. If you look at virtual financial literacy and having a certification course, Money Vehicle is spreading onto college campuses, spreading into clubs nationwide, and even companies because there's not many out there. So if you are interested in that course, yourmoneyvehicle.com. Yourmoneyvehicle.com will lead you in. And by all means, come check it out, get certified, and begin to take ownership of your financial future. Um, from a social media perspective, LinkedIn, Jedediah Collins, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and TikTok will be fullback of finance, fullback of finance, kind of connecting my NFL and my CFP days. So uh, I welcome questions. I welcome intrigue. For those of you who are thinking about reaching out, do. That is one of the best practices you can do at the moment. The worst case scenario, you fail. I don't respond. And even then, you will still have earned something. So enjoy. Take this message and make 2021, you know, the beginning of your future. So what is money to you? How would you answer that question? If you've never taken time to think about it, do it today. Do it now. Think about what is money and how do you maybe need to shift or change your thinking about money to position yourself in a way to get where you want to be. As always, I thank you so much for 
being a dedicated listener to this show. I couldn't do it without you. Thank you to all the podcast sponsors that made this episode possible. I encourage you to share this episode with a friend. We're all part of a community here. Share it with someone that you know needs to hear this message so that we can all step into a new, fresh money mindset. Hey, you. Yes, you. Before you go, we want to say thanks for listening to this episode of Millennial Money. For all the links, tags, and ads you've heard on today's episode, check out the show notes or go to mmoneypodcast.com, where you'll find more episodes to share with your friends. While you're at it, leave us a review and make sure to subscribe wherever you listen so you don't miss out on all the money tips and tricks that will take you from a millennial regular to a millennial money expert. See you back here in a few days with a fresh new episode. Thank you.